Stop weeping, stop seeping, and stop creeping. I think the time has come for you to grow up, stop creeping, stop stop creeping around the house, you need little moccasins, you need lovely, oh, lovely fur-lined moccasins. Oh, they are the optimum creeping choice, really, when it comes to creeping. I think, I mean, of course, there are sneakers, but they're more for sneaking. Obviously, the Venn diagram of creeping and sneaking do, you know, cross over somewhat. But I can have very, very different purposes at the same time. The sneaking, perhaps. Dog, back in bed. Dog, go back in bed. Dog, dog, don't listen to me. Dog never listens to me. Sneaking. Sneaking, perhaps. uh, More thoughts out there. And side 20s out there. And obviously... Side Twitty is a high-value target for dogs. He's got that sort of musty, kind of feral, sort of uh, woodland creature kind of odour, really. Uh, An ideal. Ideal is uh, to take a whiz on his leg. Tally, in your bed. Come on, bedtime. Come on, chop, chop. Let's get the show on the road. Let's go, champ. Bed. No. Bed. In your bed. Come on. Outrageous behaviour. Who do you think you are? Um, yeah, Twitty's a high-value target for dogs and also for uh, for raccoons. You don't get a lot of raccoons in, in the UK, but when Twitty's in town, bees as well. Bees flock to him. And fruit flies. He, he kind of, he's a bit of a sort of walking ecosystem, I, I guess, when it comes to wildlife. Uh, there are often a chaffinch. Nesting, like ground-nesting birds will nest in his hair. Why are you singing a song over there for? So I want to be on Trickstar. You don't. Nothing works out there. Nothing works. They're just shouting into the void. That no one's listening. The show, the station isn't even broadcasting. It's just a group of young men losing their minds. Anyway, back to the sneaking. So the sneaking, where where the difference between sneaking and creep, creeping applies, the sneaking would be you're sneaking about to maybe steal something. But creeping, you may be sneak. You're maybe sneaking to steal a young maiden's heart. You know, your while another maiden is, you know, asleep. So you put on your little moccasins to go creeping, and may maybe creep out down the road to to another, you know, lady down the street. Anyway, look, it's it's fair to get that out of the way. Um, but guys, it's uh. It's four minutes past ten, and we were... The drum and bass community has been rocked, shocked, saddened, and... Just kind of uh, put out somewhat by the news that... Top drum and bass boy band, Noisia, plan to go their separate ways at the end of... Well, or certainly retire the Noisia brand at the end of next year. Um, so I presume they're planning on some sort of big tour next year. If you haven't come up with that idea, guys, that one's on Uncle Rankin, a little last tour, probably a smart move. And yeah, I don't know what they're going to go on to do. I mean, you know, fuck them. You know, shit tunes anyway, yeah? They don't even know how to compress, yeah? Oh, I was hating them. <laughs> 
Dude, can't even make a snare drum. No, they can't even do a mix down. Maybe they can go off and go back to fucking college and learn how to mix down a record. Fucking noisy and breaking up. Leaving me here on my. Actually, to be honest about it, mate, if a few others wouldn't fancy, re- might fancy retiring as well. Nephius, Audio. I mean, that's bored of not really making a lot of drum and bass uh, these days. Um, who else? That young boy, um, little, little, little Dutch boy um, with his finger in the dike. Signal, eat and go as well. In fact, I mean, it might be worth actually just making a list or a Google document as well, actually, of other uh, drum and bass producers that might like to retire and give the fucking rest of us a chance. You know, Prolex, that cunt can retire. You know, get him get get done. You know, I think uh, Squidge thinks I should retire. I've effectively have retired. This is my retirement, yeah? I'm just live streaming my retirement now. Um, you know, I get wheeled out for the odd booking, but it's more of a sort of, um, could you say, pity bookings? Do you think, is that a thing? Does that exist? <laughs> my Heritage Act? I don't know. Anyway, all I'm saying is, Fuck you, idea. We don't want you anymore. I'm going through the sort of five stages of grief, I think. So just anger now. Um, and then I think maybe 10 minutes or so, 20 minutes or so into the show, I'll probably be uh, um, refusing to believe it. Just, and then blaming others. Uh, eventually we'll get to acceptance. Maybe by the end of the show, maybe by the end of the week. We'll have to see. Guys, listen. It's seven minutes past ten. It's Wednesday, the 18th of September. It's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and... That's funny, and it's 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 kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to flesh out Diafam, and of course... Uh, YouTube, Scoffee and Memes, it's Wednesday morning. Thinking about it, I'm more upset by noisier breaking up than I was when my parents broke up. I mean, that was a blessed relief. Um, but, yeah, I'm slightly gutted, you know? I mean, everyone's a bit gutted and that. Uh, what do you think they're going to go on and do? I mean, maybe we can recommend some options for them. They're obviously going to have a bit of free time on their hands. Maybe they could learn to do watercolour paintings. Maybe one of them could go into pornography. Maybe one of them perhaps could, you know, start building sex robots. Maybe they'd each like to set up an Etsy store for their craft. I don't know. Maybe they'll become like yoga teachers, like, you know, bored, middle-class white women who've got nothing better to do. And they just go, I've got a great idea. Maybe I would do a course in yoga. You know, that would be a good use of my time. Um... Yeah, I become a yogi. I'm going really bendy. And then I can do life coaching and really get into wellness. You know? 
wellness. And and I can be vegan. And I can put essential oils into my butthole. You know, to fill the time in between the yoga glasses. And then I post the pictures of me doing the yoga. They're showing off my bum on Instagram. And then in the stories, I would sell CBD. And talk about how women are oppressed. It's good. Good for me. You know what I mean. Guys, look, there's all sorts of uh, bollocks in the news today. Edward's our big bad Eddie. Bad Eddie Snowden gets a mention. Uh, (laughs) He's being sued by the American government uh, for breaking non-disclosure agreements. I mean, do you not feel like that's sort of the least of his worries, really? He's like, oh, you're going to sue me. Okay, like... You want to kill me. You want to kill me. Uh, like, <laughs> he steps foot on American soil again. He's dead. Like, being sued. Oh boy, they're going to sue him from Russia. What's he even got? Like, what, what a waste of everybody's time. Uh, anyway, huge blow to farmers in ball semen explosion. Rough times, man. Uh, farmers in Australia are having a hard time of uh, it after vats of ball semen. Uh, were destroyed in a fire. I wonder what the smell's like. That is... Oh, God. That is not good. Pensioner, 81, was getaway driver for drug dealer who stabbed rival. Um, He looks like he's actually organised some press shots here, which is uh, an interesting... uh, an interesting idea. Why not? Maybe all getaway drivers... Maybe all drug dealers should have press shots like... Uh, like artists do, quote-unquote. Anyway, Hartley Parkinson's reporting on this one, so you know you're in for a... (sighs) You know it's going to be a a fucking good time, man. An elderly man is on trial for acting as a getaway driver who helped a man flee from the scene of a stabbing. Um, Well, he looks dangerous. Uh, He looks like a menace to society. He's got all the typical old people garms on, one of those sort of jackets, that the grey zip-up jacket that only old people wear. He looks sort of startled and somewhat terrified and confused in the other one. Like, uh, well, dry, I haven't driven since 1982. I, 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 and I actually never really had a formal licence. Uh, what else have we got? Four-inch devil horn growth uh, had to be removed from man's head. This is a, certainly a sign of the end times. Um, he, what do you think? Devil or... Well, I mean, you say devil horn, but the devil, the devil is traditionally has two horns. This is unicorn. No? He's been picking at that, hasn't he? Should have just let that grow properly. I mean, he could be going around... He could be like a sort of lord of the SJWs, couldn't he? He could ride on him, you know, obviously with, you know, informed consent. Uh, surgeons operated to remove a four-inch devil horn from the top of a man's head. Uh, Shyam Lal Yadav, 74. I mean, look, he's taken some care of himself. Like, he's shaved a, mus- like, shaved a moustache there, and shaved the beard. Like, why is he not... Why has he let it go this far? Like... Y- when it was two inches, didn't think he would address it then. One inch. I mean, how big does a horn have to be for you to go? Ah, probably gonna go to doctors about this now. Looks like a fucking branch. <whistles> Damn, that's a big, uh, big nubbin, huh? 
had it for five years. Why is it taking him this long? I don't know. I mean, anyway. Girl, 11, used her loaf to scare off armed robber by throwing bread at him. Classic Hartley Parkinson headline there. Throwing bread at robber. What's he, a fucking duck? Eh? Well, you quack at him as well. Eh? Fucking throw handfuls of bread at him. Worked, though. Um, we'll get into that. How astrology can improve your sex life. A couple of astrology bits. It seems that they do have an astrology section, uh, although you can't... It seems to be difficult to access. Um, but they also have... Um, they've done a little collab. A little collab with the Metro section... My label and me, uh, what my star sign means to me, where they've rounded up a group of lunatics who believe that the position of the stars in some way dictates their personality. Bit fun. Um, some might describe that as mental illness. Um, others might just say, bit of a laugh. Others say, uh, it's the sort of thing that you would do uh, when you're luckily in a position to not have to catch and kill your own food and you need to find things to get in the way of boredom. Um, so they've rounded up 12 maniacs, each uh, with a different star sign. They, uh, there's a real similar vibe going on with them, if you if you have a look. Um, real similar, similar look. I mean, they're all girls, for a start. Um, they, yeah... Oh, they found a male feminist. Okay, there he is. Um, he looks a little untrustworthy. I mean, I will say this, yeah. Um, if you ever meet a man that is a straight man, that's a straight man that is into astrology, run away from him. Run away from him very fast. Do not trust him. Do not trust him with your time, your money, your children, your girlfriend. Just be very wary of him. Approach with caution. Maybe you you might want to, you might want to be armed. Maybe let him know that you have. Even if you don't, let him know that you have a a, a grounding in a martial art. You know, don't look at him directly in the eyes. Okay, he might be able to do you know some sort of hoodoo or something on you, but be very, very wary. Uh, yeah, more girls, more girls, uh, more girls. Definitely a theme I, I do do feel going on here. I found another geezer. Uh, well done. They've managed to managed to shoehorn two two fellas uh, out of twelve. I mean, is that a, a a problematic ratio? Would you say, or just to be expected? You've got um, some girls that somehow nobody has told them that they're mad, and they've just sort of let them get on with it, and then a couple of fellas who are. I guess trying to get those sort of mad girls into bed. I don't know. It's 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 possible, isn't it? Anyway, we'll have fun with that in a bit. Uh, police looking for two drunk Amish men caught drink driving horse and cart. Yes. Oh my god, it's got a fucking rig in the back. This is amazing. Are they real? Wow, this this looks great. Look, right, guys. We can get into that one next, but first, shoe throwers. What have we got? Um, this tantrum desire bit, step to the sound, uh, three minutes by Mean Teeth off the Don't Mention the Artwork EP, and another Frags bit, Frags remix of Nick B, and also TC remix, Conrank. There are bits, yeah, there are bits that you will be feeling. Let's have Mean Teeth, let's do it, it's called three minutes, it's a nice bit. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I can't lift that artwork. Three minutes by Mean T. 
four minutes long. Don't ask me. Don't ask me because I neither know nor care. Let's have a look at these drunk Amish bastards. Uh, police caught... Oh, no, sorry. Police looking for two drunk Amish men caught driving... Uh, caught drink-driving horse and cart. Police are looking for two Amish men who ran away after being pulled over in their horse and cart in Ohio. Uh, the unnamed pair were pulled over early on Sunday morning and are still on the run after they fled their vehicle. Uh, police saw them drinking and driving around town in North Bloomfield at around 1am. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, po- uh, police saw them drink driving around uh, North Bloomfield at 1am. Uh, when they stopped them, they saw open bottles of alcohol inside the cart and then a 12-pack of Michelob Ultra attached to the top. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's party time look they got like, a whole fucking rig in the back what they've pimped this thing out not only had they been having a bit of a bev uh, while in control of a vehicle on the road the buggy was also pimped out with a large built-in stereo system the officers then towed the buggy and found a temporary home for the uh, with locals for their horse while they continued to look for the owners they said Amish people are known for their unique lifestyle. On the whole, they tend not to use most modern things, such as electricity, uh, but they do use some forms, uh, including light for their horse-drawn buggies. Uh, It's thought that using a stereo system would probably be disapproved of by the Amish community. Probably thought that having two 12-inch subs in the back of your horse and cart might be frowned upon by the Amish community. It is believed that... Being shit-faced on Michelob Ultra in charge of a pimped-out horse and cart <laughs> might be frowned upon by the Amish community. It is thought <laughs> that selling three pingers for £10 uh, out the back of your pimped-out horse and cart as you drive it down the street, riding dirty, might be considered <laughs> a sin. And therefore frowned upon by the Amish community. Um, wow, I man, that is the place to have a rave out the back of. That is the dream. I mean, a, a couple of years ago, I was looking into the logistics of buying a classic old American muscle car and having it fitted out with an absolutely outrageous sound system, which sort of came out of it, and somewhere to put some decks with the planter take it to festivals and just, you know, party around the old muscle car. Uh, didn't do it in the end as uh, hadn't quite nailed the sort of monetization aspect of it and uh, it seemed like an unbelievable finan- uh, financial black hole, if not an extremely fun one. However, maybe maybe the move is in fact getting a horse and cart, pimping it out with a huge sound system and then just dressing up as the Amish. I mean, what are they going to do? Come and get me? Very unlikely. Uh, that could be a lot of fun. Call each other brother. I could be brother Rankin, you know. Brother Rankin and brother Wesley will be out with the horses. Um, I think it's probably might might be unfair to the horses to have you know like a ten k rig in the back there. 
Uh, so maybe it'd have to be pulled by, I don't know, a mini metro. I haven't looked into the logistics of it. I've only just come up with the idea. Uh, give me a couple of hours to flesh it out. The rules around drinking alcohol varies quite drastically between most Amish communities. In some it is accepted, although others have strict rules. According to reports by NBC, crime rates are on the rise within the community, with drink driving apparently one of the most prevalent crimes recorded amongst them. Uh, I would imagine that like online fraud is probably quite low in the Amish community. Um, speaking to the news outlet, a leader of the community said, uh, there are more of us now. 30 or 50 years ago, the church could keep a tighter cap on it. Uh, he also said that smartphones and other new technologies were to blame for the increase. Understandable. Um, he also claimed Twitter thoughts and Twitch thoughts, and just in fact thoughts in general, were to blame for almost all of the sins in the Amish community and the general degradation of moral value and moral worth in the Amish community is almost, can be laid almost entirely at the feet of Twitch thoughts. Ohio is the is home to the largest Amish community in the world. Amish County, Ohio is set in the northeast central area of the state and it's centered around Holmes County. The county is made up of around 40% Amish people and contains the largest community of Amish in the world. The Amish people are a Christian group. They're comprised of many different subgroups of the religion and originally largely from Switzerland. Lovely stuff. Um, that is an impressive rig for an Amish horse and cart, though. You've got to, you've got to give them props for the rig. <laughs> I wonder what they were. Um, what do you think they were playing? Like, what were they blasting out? I mean, it. I mean, presumably there isn't a lot of recorded Amish music because they don't use electricity generally, so you wouldn't be like recording stuff and then listening back to it. I'm guessing Amish music is sort of live folk. It's just taught and passed down. So perhaps they were listening to Cardi B or Doja Cat. Maybe they were listening to Juicy. Maybe they were just considering keeping it juicy and eating the lunch. I don't know. Uh, I hope I, No, I hope they don't find them. What's that? Twisted tea? What, is that some alcoholic iced tea? And they're going hard. But also, the Amish have that thing where they go off for a year, don't they? When they get to 21 or something, they get they, they are they have to go off for a year into normal society and, you know, avail themselves of the sins of the modern world and then decide whether or not they want to come back to the Amish community or hang about in Sin City. I think the majority of them come back to the Amish community. I mean, things... You know, there are some positives. So they have the lowest suicide rate of any community. So, you know, what do you make of that? Strong, strong community ties. You know, strong sense of family and and belonging. You know, religion. Um, although it pff, pff, looks kind of boring, doesn't it? Shit outfits, and you know, you're probably going to have to, I don't know, marry your sister or something. Um, very limited access to shoe throwers. I don't. I don't know what the dingers are like. I don't know whether or not there's. You know. It, how, how far? How far have you got to travel if you want to call the Albanians? Do you know what I mean? Just. Just saying. It. it so I seem a bit dry in sort of Amish County, Ohio. I don't. It's not for me to say. 
Guys, what else have we got? Bull semen explosion. That's a bit more exciting than Amish people. Farmers in Australia have had a hard time of it recently after vats of bull semen were destroyed in a fire. Did they explode or did they just sort of collapse? Around 100 cryogenic cylinders exploded, splattering their contents throughout the building in Gips Gippsland, Victoria. Each cylinder at Yaram Herd Services was worth between 500 and 1,000. Wow, that's, that's, that is gutting. Um, they contain shots of semen worth between 5 bucks and 95 bucks. Fire Commander, uh, Chris... Lower Schenkel described the fire as a unique challenge. <laughs> in all his years, he has never had to contend with flaming jizz. <laughs> Exploding cylinders of flaming jizz. He said, liquid inside the containers was rapidly exploding. It's sort of South Africa, New Zealand cross there. We'll go with it. And essentially, the lids of the cryogenic cylinders uh, were just popping off over the top and projectiles were being thrown from the building. Of course, all covered in flaming jizz. Uh, that led firefighters to go into defensive mode. Beating off... Come on. Beating off any substances heading their way or towards neighbouring buildings. Hartley Parkinson. Uh, Chris added that he has never had anything to do with artificial insemination side of things before. <laughs> no? Uh, this is going to be, I'm going to be honest with you guys, it's my first flaming jizz situation, and hopefully my last. Firefighters moistened the flames uh, for more than two hours before they got a grip of the situation and brought the flames under control. I bet Hartley Parkinson was fucking crying laughing writing this. <laughs> Just... At what time do you write? It's 11 in the morning yesterday. Oh, he's sipping on his morning morning cappuccino. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need the bull semen one. Oh. Hamill's like, oh, I wanted the bull semen one. You know what? You know I love a cock gag. Sorry, Hamill. You go and stick to your Elyon articles. <laughs> go and stick to honking on Jeff Parsons' Johnson. I've got bull semen articles to write. <laughs> uh, that led firefighters he's got an old school typewriter that led firefighters to go into defensive mode beating off any substances heading their way or towards the neighbors <laughs> fuck's sake uh, vice chairman Aaron Thomas told ABC he didn't see anything coming he didn't see it coming adding that a a lot of farmers who had semen in the building, uh, to a lot of farmers who had semen in the building, it would be a huge blow for them. <sighs> he told local news sources, we're coming into the artificial insemination season, AI. Uh, is that what AI stands for? Uh, so there would be substantial amounts of semen inside the tanks, and we've lost... Uh, which was that we've lost, which was owned by local farmers. It can range from five bucks to ninety-five bucks. A lot of farmers would have semen stock in building. Weird voice. Uh, nice tanks preparing for the AI. So uh, we've got that plus our herd uh, testing equipment that was in there as well. So it's significant damage, and it's going to have a flow-on effect 
uh, uh, Yaram, especially after the drought in the Yaram district uh, has experienced over the last 12 months. It's going to be a real blow for sure. Um, Nothing can be saved from the wreckage of the fire. Uh, Editor's note, summa cum laude to the firefighters. Unbelievable. <sighs> Un-fucking-believable. Right, no. So, if, um, what have we got else? What, what other additional... Um, yeah. Uh, look, Tantrum Desire off this Blue Moon EP. Again, not sure if it's referring to the delicious wheaty alcoholic beverage or to an actual Blue Moon.
got a bit of got a bit of meat in this. Got fatty bollocks in it, isn't it? to the sound tantrum desire <sighs> sure. all right let's have a look at these maniacs that are into astrology then God. This week, Metro.co.uk is taking a look at astrology. What is it? And why we believe it? <laughs> In a crossover with our weekly series, My Label and Me, we hear from 12 different signs of the zodiac on what they mean to the people who follow them. <sighs> um, is Hannah. Um, she's got herself a press shot for this. Very nice. Um, there, I did read a few of these, um, it, I, oh God, it just, uh, it, it, yeah, here's, uh, one of my favourites. The constellation, um, Gemini takes its name from the Latin word for twins. As a result, uh, those born under a Gemini sun are perceived to have a heightened internal duality. Two faces, inherent untrustworthiness. <laughs> She says, these traits are imprinted on us based simply on the date and time we were born. <laughs> They're not! <laughs> Why do you believe this? This is completely insane. Well, I'm sorry that I'm so untrustworthy. I'm a Gemini. I can't help that. That has been imprinted on me, for better or worse, based simply on the date and time I was born. So... I'm, I apologise that you have to watch your pocket change around me. I'm sorry that you have to hide the silverware while I come round to your house for dinner and you work, can't leave your boyfriend in the same room as me. That's just life as a Gemini. I didn't pick the Gemini life. The Gemini life picked me. Growing up, I loved being a Gemini because I could do whatever the fuck I wanted without having to take any responsibility for my actions. I could just say, sorry, I'm a Gemini. That's why I broke the law today, officer. Why was I speeding? I guess that's just my internal duality. Arsehole me had taken the reins today. Not my fault. Blame my freaking star sign. Growing up, I loved being a Gemini because I liked the sound of the word. <sighs> Uh. Growing up, I liked being in the SS because I felt the double the alliteration had a nice ring to it. Uh, growing up, I loved being a Gemini because I liked the sound of the world and the excitement of having a birthday in the earliest days of summer, just after the school year had finished. As I became more invested in the astrology community, I discovered a lot of ire towards Gemini suns. Oh, were Gemini suns an oppressed group? Now, um, I started to second-guess things I'd always liked about myself. Uh, I was... Um, was my adaptable nature just chronic unreliability? Um, 
Or could my chronic unreliability be explained away by something <laughs> something as ridiculous as a star sign, leading me to take no further actions into trying to correct my tardiness? Was I go- was I outgoing and fun, or just overbearing and loud? Again, not something I'd be prepared to take any responsibility for. A deep existential crisis loomed, but a lesson followed. What's being a Gemini? What being a Gemini has taught me is that perception is everything. Other people's understanding of these traits associated with my sign doesn't have to colour my own. Other people having a problem with my clear character flaws shouldn't affect me because I'm just me and people need to like me for me. These are the sort of people you get on first dates and they're like, and they're like yeah, well, I haven't really had a relationship for 10 years. Um, I really am just looking for someone who uh, likes me for me, you know, because I'm just me, you know. Yeah, and you're rubbish. You need to better yourself in order to acquire a, a partner. Why is that so difficult to believe? Like, if you wanted a good, a better job, you would think that you had to have better experience or better qualifications, and therefore you would go and train to acquire those qualifications to get a better job. Why do people not expect that they would have to do that in their love lives or personal lives as well? If you wanted better friends, maybe you have to be a better friend. Or if you wanted a better romantic partner, you have to be a better romantic partner and you need to level the fuck up. You pathetic baby. Anyway, um, I enjoy watching First Dates. I like it. It's an emotional roller coaster, and I like Fred, and I would like to get on the bag with him one day. <laughs> uh, ultimately, we have no definitive way of knowing whether Western astrology is real or just several thousand years' worth of confirmation bias. But I still love my whimsical, versatile, curious Gemini nature. Can't imagine being any other way, and I wouldn't ever want to. There it is. This is astrology summed up beautifully in a series of paragraphs uh, by a young lady who's living her best life. She's called Mimi, and God bless her, you know? She's just going out into the world, doing whatever the fuck she wants, and not giving a fuck whether or not anyone else has a problem with it. Fair enough. I, I, I wholeheartedly support your lifestyle choices. Uh, good for you. I, 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 I hope it works out. I do. I, I, I'm not sure it's a great long-term strategy. Uh, it's not for me. But I hope it works. I can't say I hope it works out. You know, I hope you have a happy... I, I'm not being sarcastic. I hope you have a happy, uh, enriched, meaningful existence. Um, Georgia Bunny. There she is. Um, she is a cancer. Uh, that's uh, Well, let's find who's the Leo. Because I'm, I'm a Leo. Here we are. Erin Slaughter. Um... Slightly crazy eyes and feel slightly scared. Uh, looking at okay, the dramatics, passion, creativity, and loyalty associated with Leos are definitely a fit with my personality. An example as a kid, I would often force my parents to sit through concerts of me dancing and singing along to CDs in my bedroom, uh, complete with costume changes. It's not something I ever got into as a child. Uh, occasionally I tried to force my parents to stop arguing, uh, but with very little success. Uh, however, my rising, signs, my rising sign is Pisces. I don't know what that means. And my moon and Venus are in Cancer. What does any of this mean? 
and these feel like important signifiers for my personality too. What that actually means is, looking at what Leos are supposed to be, I actually don't fit the bill on quite a large amount of them. So I've managed to draw from a few others, which I think I do fit the bill for, and somehow shoehorn them into my star sign. Pretty clever, no? Like it? Go away. Um, I feel that my chance balance of fire and water signs help explain why I'm always living between extremes. Okay, yeah, again, just find any other reason other than yourself uh, being the problem. Trying to navigate between extroverted and introverted impulses and often having an all-or-nothing attitude when it comes to my relationships, work, life plans, and current emotional states. Um yeah, it's just because of the position of the stars when you were born. Nothing you can do about it. Sorry. Uh, there are some Leo characteristics I wish I had more of. Oh, so you don't have them all. Right, you're just pride, confidence, etc. Uh, and I sometimes wish I didn't have so much of the sentimentality and emotional sensitivity associated with Pisces and Cancer. You can't take three of them and just pick the bits you want out of them. If you're going to do it... Do it properly. If you're going to do the nonsense star bollocks, do the nonsense star bollocks properly. Okay? Do something properly. Oh, no, that's because I'm a Leo. I can't do anything properly. Uh, uh, well, no, actually, that's not a Leo trait. It's uh, That's actually a Virgo thing, but I, my moon um, is next door to Virgo, so obviously I get a little bit of, um, of Virgo stuff from the moon. Whether astrology is real or not, and whether or not someone sees themselves in the stereotypes of their sign, I think it serves an important purpose in giving us the tools and vocabulary to understand ourselves and each other in a deeper way. Oh my God's sake. I, whether or not this nonsense star chart routine is, is, is real or not, roughly hashing together a group of personality traits, picking a few and trying to apply them to yourself... Um, un, un, under the guise of some sort of cosmic order is a bit of fun. And I think it's probably a great way to understand yourself. <laughs> oh, well, let's look at the guy. Well, here he is. Oh, mate, David. Oh, Davy, Davy. Oh, bless you, David. Davy, David is uh, going to see uh, Ben UFO on Friday, uh, if you're interested, um, and also Floating Points. And he has tickets. Um, he he's an intern at Resident Advisor. Um, he's gonna. He has been thinking and talking recently about potentially moving to Berlin for three months. So uh, he wants to get in there before you know before it's over. You know what I mean? Since I was young, I've always been described as sensitive, wearing my heart on my sleeve. I love clothes. I used to pick out outfits for myself because I could walk. Yes, from the pla- from the pram. What? I used to pick out outfits for myself because I could walk. Yes, from the pram. And all of my childhood photos and poses confirm uh, that I've always been what we would now describe as a bit extra. Oh, you can walk, can you? Oh, wow. Okay, I've never, never really considered it as an option. Living in a, so- living in a society that doesn't exactly encourage those qualities in boys... Uh, this wasn't always easy and these traits of mine became a source of embarrassment what a relief it was in my teenage years to discover that these qualities are all common uh, are all common of my star sign wow 
maybe it wasn't just me. Maybe it wasn't something to be fixed and ashamed of. No, it is just you. But that is nothing to be ashamed of. Or, 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 well, fix it if you want. If you don't like it, fix it. If you do like it, just go with it. Just fucking, uh, yeah, so that's just my start sign. Oh, fucking. I grew up in a small town on the outskirts of Glasgow. I often felt isolated. So discovering astrology was my first experience of feeling part of something bigger. Okay. Later, when I came to terms with the fact that I'm gay, I discovered it again with the LGBTQ plus community uh, who also tend to hold horoscopes in high regard. Good for them. Uh, I think that horoscopes are great because it gives you a framework within which you can get to know yourself. A really small box of made up crap to get to know. Like, I'd just write down a, a list of any personality traits on a bit of paper and give it to you. There's your framework. Go on. Do, make, make your best of it. Well, none of these really particularly describe me at all. No, of course they don't. It's bollocks. Oh, I guess. Outgoing, am I? I mean, like... I believe that that's the reason uh, why it's so important uh, to people from marginalised communities or anyone who feel other. uh, Trying to understand ourselves in a world that hasn't always made made space for us. Maybe try understanding yourself with something that isn't... Made up madness. I, look, it's, just, it's not for me to say, but it's just a, a mere suggestion. If you ask me how Libra I am, I would never. The only answer I could reasonably give is extremely. Uh, even the less complimentary aspects are true to my personality. Indecisive to a fault. Hating conflict. But knowing this allows me to work hard to counteract it. Even though sometimes that's incredibly hard. And if Libras are also said to have a great aesthetic and be one of the most romantic signs. Who am I to argue with the stars? Who am I to argue with the stars? That is just me, and I, God knows I can't change it. The stars have decided who I am, and you better love me for it, or you're out! Well, God bless him. Again, I hope he, you know, He's out there living his best life. Uh, there's Ellie, she's a Scorpio. Um, there's Shannon, she's a Sagittarius. She's just out there slinging Sagittarius duck. Uh, there is uh, Capricorn. I guess she's doing a poo. Is that an outdoor toilet that she's on? Samantha Knock. Um, Capricorns have a reputation of being cold, hard capitalists. <laughs> How am I not Capricorn then? Or at least they are rumoured to be driven by money and power. I feel like in the astrology world, we are seen as boring individualists that are stringent supporters of tradition. I would like to set the record straight and say that that is just not true for me. No shit that the thing's written down about the position of the stars when you were born. I hate to labour the point, guys. They They don't match up with the, what, half a billion people that were born in that area of time. They're not uh, half a ba- <laughs> There are 12... Like, can you imagine? Like, actual, like, learned psychologists that have done, like, lifetimes of, you know, peer-reviewed research and writing papers. So, we have ascertained um, from m- researching millions and millions of people that are, in fact, 12 personality types and everyone fits into one of the 12. The 12 are Leo, Capricorn, <laughs> Libra. Uh, for me, I'm definitely driven and meticulous. Oh, fuck off. That's it. I'm done. 
I'm done. Done with that. No more astrology. Not for now. Maybe come back to that at another time. Let's play this Frags remix of Nick B. Sorry I darkened your door with that, to be honest, guys. Coffee and astrology, yeah. Could be like a sort of slightly different version of whiskey and memes, but it's the other way around. It's just me drinking coffee and, and doing your stars. that bit went on a bit too long. Mental Transition by Nick B. Remix by Frags. Classy outro. Frags knows what's up. He knows what time it is. He, well, maybe four additional seconds of silence than required there, but that's not... It's not getting to that. Guys, I'm afraid uh, to announce that power, Jen, 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 to the power of Jen, uh, will not be uh, doing her show as she is uh, sadly under the weather. Uh, please get well soon, Jen, as uh, the positivity for the week is obviously now in a deficit. So, um, and, you know, with the news of Noisia having broken up um, their polyamorous relationship uh, due to Nick's 
frankly, increasingly bizarre sexual desires. Uh, you know, that's that 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 is um. It's put me on a real downer. I'll work it out. It will be fine, guys. Jesus, it's the end of the show. I'm sorry to have ranted on about astrology uh, for so long. Um, that's just, I mean, it, it's obviously quite triggering, um, as you, you were able to tell. And I'm sorry you you had to put up with it. I'm not, I'm not really sorry, but you know what I mean. It's a, it's just a you know it's a thing people say, isn't it? They don't mean it. Um, but guys, look, thank you for listening. It's Wednesday today, isn't it? There will be gold top at eight p.m. And then I'll be back tomorrow morning for more coffee and memes and Rankin's records. There will be Eastern Front. There will be Duff tomorrow. And just all just general good times, man. Look, I'm a good times gal. And you're a good times guy. So let's do this dance. Guys, thank you to everyone that's supporting on Patreon. You are helping me do this every day. Without you, I would not be able to. I would... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't have a studio. Wouldn't wouldn't be doing this quite basically. Um, so thank you very very much. If you want to support on the Patreon for you know a couple of bucks a month uh, to help keep things going, that would be uh, incredibly kind of you. You can find the link in the YouTube description or on the Threshold.fm website, and you can join the VIP list. And you know, basically finally gain the respect of your friends and family which i know is something that a lot of you have been after so you know think about that uh greg cornford oliver hooper tom ryan reese mosin squidgy beats polly hutton kieran r michael kazitsky matty tompkins dave long joel potter Cole murphy sam howard uh, richard patterson tony J, tom cam stephen harris matthew bullard jerome about thunderbutt mike pie lily unsub richard franks thomas all chode rider john finnison bdr crew peter blashford austin grief cooper kennedy lightfield james parry hendo bartendo lady squivington liam the menace underwood dan fucking morris a guy with no stds uh Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey should be T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton. I was thinking about noisier memes, sorry. Uh, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Torrin Wilmore, Mr. Pope. Might get a picture of Backstreet Boys. They broke up, didn't they? Five. Three of five. Anyway. Um, Torrin Wilmore, Mr. Pope. Dark Progressive Sidetrans is actually superior to drum and bass. Chris Brakes, The Build. Chris Abathelson, Odin Batesley, Fuller D. Daniel Genvy, Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan. Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kimmy Kaiser, Chris Shaw, uh, Cosmic Waft, Meat Loaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitch Mouse, L Tech, Willay, Ben Vogo, Dan Tweed, Lupe Zalazar, Big Wodge, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, Unfortunately, it's Josh DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudia Lashmir, Benish, Dren Marche, Timmy, John Foster, Anderson, Pearson, Godlight, MC Hammer, Daddy, and Leonardo Yves. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow, yeah? Um, back at the coalface. For another morning. Just get out there, man, and fucking slang. You know? Scratch the bit between your genitalia and your butthole. Sniff it, because it's as Uncle Joey says, it smells like success. Okay? Scratch it, sniff it, get on with it. Get out there, obtain the grain, fucking graft. Yeah, because nothing that's worth having comes for free. Love you all. I'll see you tomorrow.